What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Source. And in episode one, Source, of the new series, The Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, it's going to be a tongue twister for me, I reckon, for the all seven episodes that we uh, drop. Looking at seven people in the hobby, or it could be multiple people based in Australia that are doing awesome things. It's not the seven best. Let's make that clear from day day dot source. We're not making anyone a leader over anyone because it's a great hobby here in Australia. We just want to identify all the different people, all our friends, just these lovely people in the community that have supported us and are supporting other people. And we're starting with uh, one of the OG source. Give him a OG rap. OG, yeah. If, if, if you're not familiar, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm not going to take his uh, shine away. Adam, introduce yourself. Who are you and where can people find you? Yeah, hey, young guys. Thanks for having me on, uh, especially as the first, as a Magnificent Seven. I don't, I don't know if, if that really covers me at all, like Magnificent. But anyway, um, I'm Adam uh, Beats and Breaks on Instagram, and I'm just a collector. A, a bit more than, more than that. that. You've sold yourself short. You sell yourself short, mate, all the time. But we will get into why he shouldn't be selling himself short, Saucy. Yeah, he does some great work. He's in the custom card field as well as a, a big collector. He does collect a lot of stuff. Uh, you would have seen him before uh, in a cameo on uh, the Hobby Hangout live stream we did for them. And he was a... Uh, not for anything, he was our reporter on the ground there at uh, in Sydney. He showed us around the show, which was very nice of him. So it was awesome. But we'll get straight into it. Adam, when did you start collecting? Uh, well, my story is a lot like a lot of blokes my age. I'm uh, 82 model, so I'm 39 later on this year. So sort of hit that mid-teens in the in the middle of the 90s when Jordan was huge and um basketball was massive uh and i started getting into actually nrl cards before that slightly just because my friends at school would take them to school and trade them but um but yeah then the basketball card scene got really big and and that had a lot to do with jordan jordan having a worldwide reach and and um just being so massive so yeah we all got stuck into the basketball cards and had our binders and would would still take loose cards in our backpack to school and they'll roll around and we'll trade them with mates and you know none of them lasted i don't have a single one from back then but um so collecting started for me in the in the mid 90s with that junk wax stuff and um and then as we got older we sort of you know started going to the pub and chasing tail and you forget about collecting and and you put that stuff to the side and and you know you get a job and 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 then I don't, I don't even know where my cards are anymore they would have been in a cupboard somewhere at my mom's place and she probably chucked them in the bin but um that's where you got that's where i get the itch from the you know the the collecting itch so um also you muted mate just in case yeah, <laughs> I was going to say the the collector's itch. The collector's itch is uh, the, once once it gets you. I mean, you you may forget about it, but it's it's still there. So uh, I mean, it seems as though it got uh, reinvigorated uh, recently. Yeah. So and then that's a story for a lot of blokes. Like my um, age, we got we got a bit of spending money, and then you know we we 
with with COVID hitting and social media played a huge part in it. Um, Instagram being able to showcase your stuff, but um, for me it was. I was wanting to spend more time at home with the family. I was, I was out going fishing and, and hunting and doing a bit of that sort of stuff. Oh, what can I do at home that, you know, that's productive and, you know, keeps my mind working, not not just, uh, you know, um, and spend a bit more time with the family and that. And uh, I was actually selling um, jerseys, basketball jerseys on and footy jerseys on eBay, stuff I find at op shops. and. Uh, you know, go to garage sales and yep. of a weekend and um, I'll find all these secondhand jerseys and I'm selling them on eBay and making a bit of profit. I think it was a, a Gary V um, yep. story or something came on and he was talking about cards and I'm like, oh, man, like I used to collect cards and I was heaps into it and it would be a hell of a lot easier to post than the jerseys that I'm posting around Australia to, to people, you know, like a lot cheaper. Um, and so I started looking into it, and I think it was just as COVID was hitting too, um, and the whole thing just blew up, as we all know. And, um, yeah, still really into it. Like you guys know I'm on, on your lives a lot, and um, – yeah. And chatting and stuff, and I'm just trying to absorb it all, and you know, trying to learn. And there is a yeah. lot to learn, and I think it's one of those things in this hobby you're learning weekly. Um, yeah, daily whether it's a player, me. yeah, daily, yeah, daily, weekly, uh, monthly, all the time. It's one of those things you listen to so many like um, podcasts or you watch videos, and there's so many content creators like you're saying, and they they've got sports that they're into they've got entertainment cards that they're into tcg cards and a lot of this stuff pops up and you you just start discussing in your circles like oh remember this oh remember that and mate there's so many cards out there and that's one thing sauce and i've always said that you can there's literally something for everyone exactly it doesn't have to just be sport and and i made the same mistakes as as most people jumping back into the hobby did was you know i grabbed a bit of pokemon and and grabbed a bit of NFL and stuff I didn't really know a whole lot about. And, I, and you couldn't really lose on it at that point. But um, I just didn't know enough about it. So I, I don't touch that stuff anymore. And I, I stick to my NBA and my NRL cards, which um, which I'm really into. And, um, yeah, it's it, it's it sort of gets me invested in the games as well a lot. Yeah, like, definitely. Um, whereas some blokes like to gamble on games and stuff to get, you know, to get that enjoyment out of it and um, have a little bit more invested in the games. Uh, I, I use uh, cards to do that, you know. Like I'm a big Phillies supporter, like uh, 76ers, sorry. Um, so I collect all the guys, like all the all the rookies. And uh, as we know, what's going on lately? Simmons is a bus, so there goes all those cards, and you can send you can send them my way. Uh, and and I got in at a bad time, like it was it was sort of um, 2019, and, and we had uh, the number one pick. I think it was uh, Markel Fultz. So <laughs> so I got I got big on um, Markel Fultz cards as well, which you know everyone knows where that that story is. So. Yeah, it's, it's been a struggle. Oh, I forgot how to shoot Fultz. Ugh. So you, 
you mainly collect basketball and NRL, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah. What to- what type of cards in basketball outside of like Philly? If you're collecting Philly, do you? Uh, I know I know, and Source knows who you collect, but I know you like the goats. So yeah, some I, of the guys that you collect and. So growing up in the nineties, um, it was all Jordan. But another bloke who had the biggest influence on me was AI, um, and he just just the the clothes he wore, the the tattoos, and he was such a different character in NBA. Like no one had ever seen it before, and and a lot of young kids like me sort of gravitated towards him, and and that's that's where I became a fan of the Sixers, and um, I got a lot, I got a few of his. Um, Rookies here, love like <laughs> um, just well, just some um, you, you know some early stuff, um, all the way up to his later prism stuff. But um, that's just sort of like a little fun thing on the side. I grab cheap ones here and there, nothing graded or anything. But um, he's a good one to collect because he's not too expensive. He's, he's no, he's nice and cheap, and and yeah. it surprises me. I don't know whether he'll have an up. I don't think he will. I think it is what it is for him, not winning a championship or anything like that. I don't think he's got a huge um, upside at all. But um, I I collect a lot of Jordan cards, mostly PSA graded stuff, inserts, and not necessarily high grade, not 10s, so six, seven, eights, and nines. And I was going to ask you guys about this because I I was thinking today – we had the junk wax era, right? And those cards were worth nothing. So what if all these PSA cards that are being graded today, they're, they're all going to be worth nothing in a couple of years or whatever, and people just sit them in the cupboards and all that sort of stuff and they can't move them or sell them. But 20 years down the track, kids that the kids that saw all these PSA cards all over the the socials and stuff go, Oh, I wonder, I wonder if anyone's still selling them. I wonder if they're worth anything. And they start, start looking back at these PSA cards that don't exist anymore or whatever, you know, 20 years down the track. What is it going to be something nostalgic for them to go and collect or like, who knows? Um, Yeah. Look, first of all, I genuinely don't think that PSA is going anywhere. I think PSA (laughs) will still be around in 20 years. Um, a pretty, pretty the amount of money that's going into that company. I'd hope it's not failing within the next twenty years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, I just think that anything that's not in that is de- like that's not encased. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm like that. I buy um, you know, anything that's probably I, I'm probably just looking more for eights and eights nines i mean any any psa 10 jordan there's not there's not too many psa 10 jordans out there that that are affordable i mean anything that's that's a good good insert um but you know the base cards and that you can get those in a, in a psa 10 i think i've got a, a 91 skybox uh, usa uh, dream team he's his dream team card in, in the psa 10 um then you know that was relatively you know it was only about 100 us um so I think, you know, there will be some collectability to that stuff, but I, I just think that anything that's maybe not encased, maybe in another 20 years from now, it could, you know, it, it could have damage. I mean, stuff, sitting stuff in a top loader for a long time, it's actually not good for it because top loaders yeah. 
over a period of time, they they actually they yellow or something. I've seen this. It's got to do with the storage conditions. So you don't really know what you you know. There's optimal storage conditions for cards, um, and like I I can nearly guarantee that ninety percent of people, ninety five percent of people, you know, aren't aren't really thinking that in the back of their mind. So if they're actually keeping something and then they're they're holding it for 20 years and then and, and they're, you know, bringing it out at some point, if it's kept in a top loader, I think the condition could be infected, affected as well. So that's why, that's why I like, I go after that stuff that's, that's, you know, graded. Um, so it's, yeah, it's so protected. Something like stuff like this, you know, it's not yeah. like you can pick these up for 10, 20 US dollars, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it baffles me. I, like a question for you, Adam, is: Do you know how many are in the pop on that card? Probably lots. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's almost junk. Like there's so many, and even because my take on my take on your question would be, uh, well, my answer, sorry, yeah, they're nice. Like they're sick cards. Like why wouldn't you want those loved? But my, honestly, my answer to your question would be like. You guys can pull me up on this, but the whole thing is like, yeah, it is. It was. Sorry, was and is the junk wax era, and that's fine, and I completely understand that. But in twenty years' time, I look at it like it was the junk wax era of cards that was opened. It wasn't the junk wax era of the cards that were graded. Like the technically, the junk wax era of cards that were graded is this day and age. That's like, what I'm saying. And, I, and yeah, and and I'll go look at as the Zion, for example, base. And there's twenty thousand of them. Eventually, by the time yep. in twenty years' time, there could be thirty thousand by the time PSA. Well, there's already nearly twenty like, say twenty thousand yeah. PSA yeah, tens in own. Yeah, but that's and, what I'm and saying. So, in, so I'm saying in five years' time, maybe they're worth nothing. Like nobody yeah, values a but, PSA slab, and they end up in landfill. But then it comes back to like twenty years, in, and people going, "Oh wow, remember these things." Where, that's where I think all the value though will go into into vintage in twenty years' time. Yeah, because people will turn around and go, "This card from '97, a '97 Jordan insert, for example, which is really sought after, and it's Michael Jordan." And everyone goes, "Oh, but it's not his rookie card." And they go, "Yeah, but look how many Zion, whatever ten year, tenth year card is is graded compared to the Jordan tenth year card, which is an insert and it's iconic and it's." It pops like at 500 on a 10, but where the Zion's is thousands upon thousands. And people look at it like back then, the manufacturing and stuff, not everyone was going pack rip, sleeve card, 100%. top load, send for grading. So we're, it's the scarcity. We're rolling around with them in our backpacks, mate. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. So I genuinely reckon vintage will become king eventually and just overtake it all and it'll just hold its hold the testament of time. Like it'll literally, you look back at uh, graded vintage cards as like, that's a vintage card that's protected. And I'm guaranteed a 10 with that because that's what it was graded as. And there's no, there's no issues when you have to go buy a raw card, where if you have to go buy a, mo a modern raw card, more than likely, if you get it off someone, you know, and you grade it, it's going to get a really good grade where if you have to buy a vintage card, even if you are getting it off someone, you got to worry about miscuts or, the centering because the way it was printed was now we've got to worry about is Panini quality control. If there's no freaking stains on the card, like or, or print lines, that's that's the only thing you really have to worry about. And the centering, I, I read a bit of prison this year, it was atrocious. 
Like, yeah, the, the QC on it was bad. I think, I think honestly, the the thing that really showed how bad their QC was was when they dropped um, Mosaic, and they were like, oh, I remember watching Blake open boxes from Cherry, and he was like, "What's going on here? There's like residue all over the cards. They were sticking all like, sticking together." And it, it, it brings me to these guys here. These flux cards out of the um, they're out of the Chronicles set. I think Chronicles, it is. Yeah, it's nice. You, you almost can't find a nine on eBay, like uh, PSA or whatever. They they're all coming back tens. Like they're just so such a nice Hero. card. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> there's such a nice card. And um and the quality control is really good on them, so they can get it right. I, I haven't seen many nines, mostly tens on eBay. So, you know what's what's interesting with that? I know we're getting sidetracked, but this is like <laughs> just good hobby content chat. But with uh, um, Flux being in Chronicles, when you drop Flux as a standalone product, technically does like. You know when we go, oh, 2012 is first year prism and it's his first prism card. Technically, does the the flux cards of those players in the Chronicle set hold more value to the first year flux product? I hope so. I've got a ton of them. Is that, is that <laughs> a little work source? Like, like you know how it works. They come up I, I, with I don't these, know. Uh, I, I, brain I don't, and stuff. Yeah, but. yeah. Look, I, to be honest, I don't think people are going to get going to have the same mentality about a flux set that they are about prism. The whole thing about prism is it it, it flashbacks to like it's it's the premium yeah. premium chromium set, right? The first premium chromium set post tops era, right? And it was prism, um, well, and then. Well, it's actually technically select, but the hobby chose for it to be prism. Technically, Correct. right? Okay. So all the, all of the fanboys of uh, the hobby and prism they they went prism route. Um, so yeah, that that's why it's got that sort of that mantra about it. So I don't I don't think flux is going to have that same effect. I mean, we we don't we don't. No, we I meant I mean just in general. We don't hear people with, talking about. No, well, I'm just for example. We don't hear yeah, people yeah. talking about first year of status, right? And status is yeah, a product. Yeah, fair enough. It's been around fair for enough. a while. Um, Everyone talks I mean, about the first year of prison. First year of prison. Yeah, I mean, people cool. will also talk about the first year of select. Like people do talk about first year of select and first year of optic. But uh, it's it's it, the the hobby's funny. I mean, it's pretty stupid if you ask me because there's 50 sets, so we're just disregarding the other, you know, the other 47 sets. I mean, next year we're expecting 150 sets. Let's <laughs> let's get ready. It's going to be a lot. It, it's funny. Like a lot of a lot of people don't like flux. Like it's. A, I, yeah, nice I, I guess you either love it or hate it. But um, yeah, I'm a big fan it. of it. I, I think they're really nice and they um really good quality control on them. I was just blown away. So. It literally looks like a film cell. Yeah, that I reckon it's pretty sick. The, uh, yeah, so that, that's that's probably the modern modern ones I'm into now. Um, I think Titan is a similar product. Um, it's got like a, a solar system background. They're um right. they're a good looking set as well. Titan. So yeah, very similar. Um, yeah, I've seen quality control, I believe too. I've seen that product. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm not, I'm not minding the recon set oh, yeah. that they've brought out. I don't mind it. 
Yeah, it's, um, it, that looks actually pretty good. But um, yeah, it definitely does. Now let's move into something very quickly because this is this is where, as Saucy said, and while you said you don't qualify as magnificent, but Saucy I and don't. I completely disagree. But you do something else besides collecting, and not for anything. You've done some some nice pieces of work for us, and we really do appreciate it. But you, you're into custom cards, and you create custom cards. Uh, first of all, like, how did you get into that, and what made you want to do it? Uh, I think it was a rainy day, and and I've been watching a few of your, um, not not the crunch on the normal double coverage podcast, and there's a little segment called Lemon of the Week, and I thought, how good would it be to have a trophy like, you know, go down and get get a plaque and stuff and on a trophy and have lemon of the week. And I thought, oh, maybe it'd be more appropriate to be, you know, a slab with a picture of a lemon on it and um, lem- lemon, written lemon of the week in the title. And so I literally <laughs> just stuffing around with a knife and an old prism card, which you're holding in your hand there. And that is the worst piece of... Oh, it gives me chills now. Looking how far like I've come since that, because that's the first thing I've ever made. If funnily enough, like um, people that are watching this, people that are listening to this, the I think source like I'm kind of speechless behind it because not for anything. In in all honesty, we got you on here because you've been a massive supporter. You know, you you're a person in the hobby. You do custom cards. Uh, you become one of our really good mates, um, but we never, ever, ever knew. Well, I didn't. I don't know if Source you did, but I, we didn't know that your whole inspiration behind the custom cards started lemon of the week. from listening to this <laughs> podcast and listening to Source yelling "lemon" every <laughs> every week. To be honest, so, yeah, like so that, it, that, it's pretty a, touching. It, is the fact that that inspired you as well? And it's a it's a total that. accident that that I was just sitting in my office here because I'm in a tiny little room in the in the back of my shed here uh watching a podcast and just and it just inspired like how good would it be so just, you just thought something you'd give tangible it something yeah, tangible yeah. Like, we over, love it we love it and we've, we've, we've showed people they they can't believe we've got a uh, a bgs graded lemon card uh, they think it's the the most fun, the funniest thing ever, and, and it, it is. It, it's brilliant. And when he sent it, uh, when you sent it to us, I, I was, uh, I, I, my eyes were amazed. It, it's, uh, it's, it's really funny. Um, and, and if you look we, close, we you can tell it. I had no idea what I was doing. It, <laughs> Don't stress, mate. Next year, like, like, and, oh, and mate, as, as we, as you wait, said, you wait till next year's trophy. It's gonna as, be as we said, the person that wins Le Mans of the year. I don't know what we're going to do when it comes to a professional person. We might have to go through the agent and uh, get an address because <laughs> we're going to send that. Uh, we're going to send them the trophy, mate. I'm hoping like Stephen A. Smith gets it or something. And <laughs> yeah, we're sending them a trophy with a QR link directly to the video of them <laughs> receiving the award, mate. That's that's a, <laughs> that's, that's their uh, modern day. That's a double coverage NFT right there. That's it. So good. So so out of out of Inspiration from you guys came the very first card, which you got their source, and um, and then from there, it, it, I started looking into Instagram card art, 
Uh, I think a lot of people might have heard of Donny B. Was probably the first one I stumbled across. Massive Donny B. Yep, yep. Very familiar with him. Makes some the, ripper stuff. The one I get most inspiration from is um, a bloke in the states. I think he's called LJ LJS Cards. Um, and he just does amazing stuff with patches. And, and there's a massive lack of that in NRL cards. There's, and it's probably the same in AFL that you don't see these cards with the big patches and big like sort of memorabilia cards as much. And so I thought, you know, like I've got Hazamel Masri here, big Bulldogs patch in the background. That's sick. You've done it's pretty you've cool. Done a, a few, and they, 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 they just look great. Done some very done, nice ones. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna boost. There you go, Tommy Turbo. And, and you just don't see this sort of stuff in in in. Yeah, uh, let me bring uh, up full screen, Adam. One sec. There you go. You just don't see that sort of stuff in NRL products. Yeah, definitely, and definitely an AFL product. They don't do none of that. Well, well you do, but it's like in in a supremacy. You it's might supremacy. get it. Yeah, sometimes, okay. You might get sometimes, a bit of a but it's very rare. Very very rare. But that's sick. So, so there's definitely a hole in the market, and and people people love it. Like I get messages every day. Can you make this for me? Can you make that for me? And, and yeah, I've been I've got a few orders on the boil at the moment. And um, and what really spurred me on was I, I don't know if you remember the Jordan card that I made like pretty early on. Yeah, I will um bring that up. I've got your Instagram page right here. So that Jordan card, which Dom is bringing up, um, I put it up for auction um, just on Facebook and and it got a lot of interest and it ended up selling for 140 bucks, which blew me really? away, $140. So That's it, it, awesome. just, it just really gave me confidence that maybe I was doing something that people are interested in and, and they're, they're selling really well, like, I, I I don't knock out many, probably one one a week, if that. But um, it's just yeah, it's therapeutic for me. It's it's relaxing. Sit out here in the office and hack away at some cards and. Yeah, what do you do? Chuck some tunes on, chuck some YouTube on, yeah, something, and, and just exactly. just go away at it. Yeah, like it's whack, good. Whack it's, the pod, whack the podcast on, and there's mine. Yeah. There he is, Tipper Woody. There you go, saucies. I love it. I love it. So, speak to us a, a bit about the process in it, because I see, like, you know, it's it's in a it's in a fat, like, it's in a, a fat one touch. Uh, I'm guessing, like, you're you're stacking the cards on top of each other and like cutting out the the the, the areas in between. Yeah, exactly. So, on, on that note, uh, I think they're one one uh, two hundred point one touches. If yep. anyone's got any, I'm buying because these are so hard to find. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so it's just a I got a just a, a sort of Stanley knife little blade, and it's just a matter of trying to be as neat as possible, taking your time, cutting out uh, the border. Um, I'll, I'll show you this one. It's a little card I'm working on. So that's a just cut out the player itself and and. You can see on the back here where I glued him on and a couple of little strips of tape to hold him on there and 
as solid as. And then building up the little background card is just a stack of cards on the border there. Yeah. yeah. And then I'll, I'll place a patch in there, the, the jersey, whatever it is, that card Let's and glue see. it in there. And basically that just goes on top with a patch behind it. Unbelievable. That's crazy. Oh, well. So, like so it, it, it is time-consuming. There's the patch. There's I've got one of my own as well. I'm very happy with this. Uh, Cristiano. So, that's nice. So you've definitely so, you've come a long way. So obviously that was your first the the Le Mans of the Year award was your very first. And admittedly, that was a hack job. But oh, from now, from now, you've definitely improved. And we've seen a lot of your work. And you you've done, you know, you've made the Cristiano Ronaldo for, for Doma. You've made the Tip and Woody for me. Um, you've also made, you know, for for one of a, another fan of the show, Maddie, you made him a, a Marshawn uh Marshawn Lynch card with let me just tell you it was absolutely sick um and uh we'll release uh we've, we're told told maddie we're we're still in that for an uh a fan zone so uh we'll be definitely uh, getting a post out about that at some point so you'll see it ladies and gentlemen um what what was like what was the evolution of you like improving you know was it just like you know repetition and you just has there been ones where you've just like stuffed it up terribly and you've just like had to start again or you know uh, I what, what's the process I haven't been stuffed like? any up so i'm okay. a really patient person so these do take a lot of time to knock out um and like i said i find it really therapeutic so i'll just sit here and and um and just cut away and take my time with it really slow um there was one card i made uh i think it was a, a watson is a uh, quarterback, I think, for the Jets. I actually started out as a Sam Darnold, but not being a big NFL fan, I didn't realise that he didn't play for the Jets anymore. So I had to go through my stack of cards and find find a Wilson card to cut him out instead as, as the Sam Darnold that was in there. So uh, I, I had to change up, change up the personnel in one card. But um, apart from that, I haven't really... It's just, it's just a patience thing. Yeah. Uh, anyone that wants to give it a crack, just take your time with it. Um, you know, measure twice, cut once, and and yeah, they they come together really yeah. nice, and and they're unique, like uh, one of a kind. Um, and people can see the effort you put into it. I get that a lot. Yeah, hundred percent, you can. And that's that's the awesome thing about it. And like you said, they are unique. They are a once-off piece. Like you're not. Like the Ronaldo you made for myself, the Tip and Woody you made for Sauce, it's a one-off. Like I'm not going to be able to go get another one of those anywhere, and that's why it's it's awesome. And it, there's definitely a market for you there with people that want custom cards made for themselves. Just a quick one though, like where do you source everything for the cards? Like when it comes to patches and um, just the, everything, like even the little picture of the player. and Yeah, so eBay singles for the border. Uh, it's a really good place. Like, and I try, as you can see, I try to match match all the colours together. Um, Saucy's tip and Woody was was a lot of red that. in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so eBay's a great place to start to just buy singles. They're so cheap. Like, cracked eye stuff of a no name basketball player to put in an NRL card. It's like a dollar, you know. Um, as for the patches and stuff, I 
I go to a lot of um, op shops or thrift stores if you're in America, um, and there's so many bargains to find there. Like, I think every time I go to Melbourne, I go to. I think you got Savers, is it down there? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's the one. And and I don't know. The, there's just a clothes rack full of jerseys, basketball jerseys, footy AFL jerseys, um, and they're all like three bucks, four bucks. And um, I've actually got one down here. You see, I've done a hack job on that the Jordan singlet. It's a three dollar singlet, singlet from the op shop. So um, that's where I get the patches from. Uh, and as for like glue and stuff, just spotlight any any craft supply shop. Um, and as you can see from the. Um, the the backing and the borders i just i just hack out a few um i think they're contenders <laughs> cheap contenders cards to do the border and that so you can send um, all your nick plaxton's to adam and he can use them for his uh, borders exactly <laughs> i had to get in there i had to do it oh, i had to do oh, it the quick tap i love it I had to. um stuff like this stuff like this you can buy on ebay just um, cracked away. I, mean, I noticed yeah. that yeah, you've, you're, you're putting the, the backings on there as well, yeah. which, is, which is pretty cool. And, and for a couple of bucks, you can buy sheets of this stuff. And... Yeah, that's sick. Um, so where do you get some of your inspiration? You know, uh, you know you've taught, you've, you've spoken about um, other guys, other, you know, custom, uh, you know, card artists. Um, your your number one go to is definitely the jumbo patch in the in the back. Have you thought about uh, what's going to be possibly your next design? I mean, I've, there's some guys out there that just they're doing they're doing some really uh, interesting stuff. You know, guy one guy's doing with all different like triangular pieces. I can't remember his account name, um, but like he puts all the triangles together like a mosaic in the background behind the player. Um, it looks amazing. He cuts, yeah, yeah, he cuts out little 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 pieces and then puts them together they might be different colors and it makes a mosaic behind of all just you know it, it's it's all prism you know prism colored cards or whatever it, whatever it is but uh yeah it, it looks really cool so uh have you have you had any thought what might be your, your next crack other than the jumbo patch if, if you yes past that point i have thought about this and i really want to get in contact with a couple of nrl players and send a card to them to sign like a one-off card can you sign this, please? Um, maybe cut out a little white square for them, a rectangle, so they can um, sign in that section on the card. Um, probably Nathan Cleary would be a good place to start. I'm a massive fan. So if you're listening, Nathan. Saggy, <laughs> um, mate. Don't worry, Nathan Cleary. Don't that's worry. it. You know how I, how I roll in the but I, I, I think that's probably – something that's achievable maybe i don't know it is definitely achievable for sure for sure um so yeah, a, a one-off signature card of of your favorite player i reckon that that'll be pretty cool yeah, it'd so definitely that, be a one of one mate that's next on my list of um try and put the feelers out there and and see if i can rustle up any interest and um there's a lot of um in-person signature cards on on in uh, ebay as well, so maybe picking up one of those and incorporating a signature um, might even in, be, into one of mine. It might even be potential to like check out some of these players that are um, involved philanthropically through charities and stuff, and yeah. they might say, 
yeah, like we might give away a jersey signed by myself, but yeah, like you might say, I'm you don't like you don't need to pay for it, whatever. I'll, you all you have to do is sign it. I'll create a custom card. You can chuck it in there, and we'll donate it to charity. Yeah, donate it to charity. It's like yeah. a, a lot of uh, athletes are doing that stuff. So, and I'm pretty sure, like kids love cards these days, and it's. Yeah, even if they play around with it or whatever, but something like this, it's something as a collectible, they could just I know they'd Absolutely. love that, having that signed by their their favorite player. So Yeah. Yeah, this so, yeah, heaps, that's, that's heaps of scope foil, which is awesome. Yeah, that's that's been next on my radar. It's trying trying to get a signature or even I don't I would never want to cut one of these up, but as you can no. see that <laughs> You probably don't wanna. No. <laughs> but there's a lot of cards out there like that. Um, maybe I could utilize a signature in there somewhere and, and just make it a real one of one and um, something desirable for someone. And um, actually, I've given a lot of these away uh, to people in the community, uh, the hobby community. Um, I really enjoy making them, I, and they don't cost me a whole lot to make, as I've told you. Like, in source all the stuff to make them pretty, pretty cheap. And um, yeah, I just like seeing the smile on people's faces something that i've made actually brings a bit of joy you know so well, that's it mate that's that's the whole thing in the hobby and everyone's it is a great community and you're you are definitely a big part of that mate so which is fantastic now you did mention it before you got into the custom cards and some people have placed orders with you but um can people place orders with you if they want to uh, where's the best place to do it? Are you not taking full-blown orders yet? Um. <laughs> so when it comes to taking orders, I've done a few commission jobs for people, um, and it really makes me nervous because they have an expectation of what they have in their head, yeah. and, it, and it gives me a bit of anxiety. Is, is it up to their expectation um, and that sort of stuff? So... What I'm trying to do is just make what I envision in my head, and if someone likes it, they can buy it. So I'm working on a website at the moment, uh, sort of like a gallery where I'm going to put up my work, and if anyone wants to come along and have a look through there, um, they can, and and maybe put some prices up there at some stage if people want to buy. Um, but, yeah, it just makes me really nervous when people have an expectation and I've got to try and live up to that. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's fair enough. That, that's that's fair enough. But I reckon that's a great idea, putting all your stuff on on uh, a website and then linking that through to your Instagram page and saying yeah. these are for sale and getting yourself a link tree set up with your eBay store, your website. and Yeah, and, and I'll just say, if anybody's looking for ideas and – and wants to get into card art, just jump on Instagram. It's uh it's an amazing tool for you know research, even even just hobby stuff. Like uh, social media is unbelievable for for finding information and and inspiration. So yeah, I I recommend jumping on Instagram. Card art hashtag card art is a yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. In the states, it's massive. In, yeah, if you put that hashtag in Instagram, hashtag um, card art, and, yep. and just have a browse, man. You'll see, you'll see some of the, you know, the custom cards that other people have made. So um, I've got to keep it on the download, but I'm actually doing a collab with a card maker from the states. So we're working on that at the moment. Um, they're getting their end done first, and then they're going to send it over here for me to do my side of the 
the collab and um we'll, we'll leave it that but um there's so many cool people in the hobby that all you gotta do is ask a question and they're happy to help um even you guys you know Always, always, always happy to have yes, a chat mate. and throw, uh, we, 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 that's what we say, mate. We say, you know, if you're unsure, that's right. If you're unsure, yeah. you, you wanted to ask a question, ask away, mate. Ask away. And as um, we say, mate, you can ask us. And if we haven't got the answer, we'll definitely put you in the direction in the right someone direction. That, uh, can definitely give it to you. So that's the whole thing. About and and there, there are no stupid questions either. If you're a young bloke in, or girl looking to get into card art, just inbox me and you know hit me up and i'll tell you what i know which might not be a lot but um i might point you in the right direction and um yeah feel free i'm, I'm always available for a chat so very nice i like it uh before we do finish up though uh what are you currently looking at in the hobby uh mostly singles like i do like to rip stuff but the only when you find it at, at uh, Kmart and Big W, mate. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Send me some photo when you of your some of your scores, mate. Is you know pretty good. Pretty uh, good. I do like you, to I do like to go use. card hunting and try to find the old retail um, jackpot occasionally, but um, just singles on eBay, like they're so cheap at the moment, and just whatever you're into, um, sort of buy cards that you love. And, and definitely, I, I know a lot of people and a lot of content creators have come out and said that, like, um, because we've said that before, and they say, Oh, like, that's not the best advice, tell people to buy what they love. But if you don't, like, even if it's not for an investment purpose, or it could be for an investment purpose, but it works in that way of like, if you want to buy a product, buy what you like, buy Prism, don't go buy the product for the flip if you intend on like you know ripping it and then flipping the cards that are in that box just stick to what you know stick to what you like like it's just it's well, funny I, 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 I buy a lot of give, yeah nrl singles yeah like i'll i'll really hit that card if i was ripping packs or um in breaks or whatever like what are the chances of me hitting that card so 100 bucks that card was on uh, ebay for so and i'll i'll keep these forever like I, I just think I could have spent a fortune trying to rip it, or you know, get yeah, it in it's a break. Not, and... It's definitely not the way if you want to if you want to get a yeah. specific card. Or, or you definitely buy buy the singles. You know, ripping, rip. We all know ripping is a gamble, but it's part of the hobby and it's fun. Uh, it's enjoyable. Um, so, uh, and, and we like to do it. You boys I mean, saw this so... one. I, I I hit that in a retail yeah. hanger. Yep. So I mean, I mean, I'll tell you what, you, you, you're not you're not whiffing on that bloke after his performance that he uh, he had today. He put up uh, what 29 points in his first game uh, of the season and got the, got the dub. But um, yeah, you, that was that was definitely a ripper hit. I mean, you, you can't get much better out of a retail hanger, can you? Than hitting that. And no matter what source told you, if, if you get if you get um NRL cards, send them to CGA. Nice and cheap. They look good. I'm a fan. <laughs> I got I'm, nothing I'm not, against CGA. I'm not going to say got nothing against CGA. <laughs> nothing against. I'm not, Adam's baiting. I'm not getting into this discussion. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> we got nothing against them. They do good stuff. We just got something against the fact that wouldn't you want to promote yourself in Australia and jump on a podcast? But anyway, let's, 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 yeah, let's I'll, I'll promote them. I'll promote them. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, next one. Underrated card or product in the hobby? Underrated card or product? Uh, He's keen on the flux, uh, mate. He's keen on the flux. I do, I do like the flux, but I realize like that's something that I like and I like to collect and it's not. I like marquee. I'm, I'm very much the same. And I hear people you, talk about marquee. marquee. They, they, they talk shit about it. And, you know, I've heard people, ah, oh, they, they, they look average. And I'm like, oh, you know, it's something that, that, that I like. And you know what? Some, sometimes it's good to have something to collect in the hobby that not other, not many other people like. You know why? Because it means you can buy more of it and it's cheaper. So that's you get exactly to buy, right. buy your cards that you, that you like. So it, it's yeah. fine to have something that's different. You know, yeah, I you're like gonna buy some with the with the with the tickets, the rookie tickets and the historic tickets and the legendary tickets and then yeah, but everyone when, else and, likes and, those. No, no, no. But everyone was like, Oh, there's shit. There's nothing in those cards, and now they're the bee's knees of everything. Yeah, mate. yeah, they're the bee's knees. Now they're like a kaboom, mate. They everyone now I can't it. even freaking mate, I'm lucky to pick up just a crappy base rookie ticket raw for <laughs> for of a good player for fifty bucks. Like you're winning if that's the case sometimes. Like it's insane, absolutely insane. So yeah, as, as, as for underrated, um, I, I don't think there is a whole lot that's underrated. Um, Could be a player just, as well, or someone as well, a, a player that you've seen that you reckon doesn't get enough love that should be. Oh man, I, I, I really like Maxi, but I'm, I'm a Sixers supporter, so he's um, good. He balled he, out I, today, and I think he's gonna gonna have a lot of uh, floor time this year. So, he'll be starting. I mean, Ben Simmons yeah. isn't starting, so you know it's, it's going to be Maxi. It's Ma- Maxi's the guy there. Yeah, and and I his, mean it, his car does, prices are actually quite reasonable at the moment. So yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, I've got a few of his being a, a Sixers fan, but um, as a product, um, I, I just like the old school stuff. Like they're they're not printing any more of it, so I mean the prices aren't going to go down. I don't think. Like, just grab some of these old PSA cards and. This is so sick. I'm just gonna type that in. I'm just gonna go Jordan inserts and just start buying shit ton after I after I lose everything that I've bidded on in the PWCC auction. That's gonna end. They're, they're not. They're not a whole lot of. Um, they don't cost a whole lot of money to jump on these things. Like. Yeah, it's sick. And and they're so good to look at. I, I I come out into the office and just pull out pull out all the Jordans and I just go through them. They're sick. How yeah, I like these. Yeah, they're nice. They're so nice. They were yeah. the cards were made different back then, mate. They were like there was actually imagination. There was imagination back then. Like that's a nice card. Yeah, and they don't have to be drawn. Like, if you like Shaq, they, yeah. they do all these in Shaq or AI or Kobe's probably a bit expensive for me. But, um, yeah, it's just, just 100%. Oh, you can get anyone you like. Duncan, Shaq, Hakeem, I don't know, Scotty Pippen, whoever you want, really. Exactly. Tony yeah, Kukoc. You, you don't have to buy the goat. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of cool inserts and even just the information on the back. Like, I read all the stats and and just blown away by what Jordan did back in the day. But um, it, it, I reckon it's unbelievable, the stuff like that. And and that's, that's what I mean. It's just the admiration for that card and, and what it is. It's 
it's fantastic. And that's why I really, I respect the modern cards. Uh, not the modern, the vintage cards. So the vintage, much. yeah. Like the modern's whatever. It's just like printed to the to the death as much as like junk wax. But there's a bit yeah. more effort in terms of like design on stuff. And now they're just changing colors of things. It's like, oh, this is the card, but we're going to make it green or make it red or make it orange. And I guess I was looking, at, looking at Select the other day and, and the prices of Select is so cheap. It's like they must have printed 24 hours like, a day. I was actually looking at um some Jonathan Taylor. I was looking at CD Lamb. I know they're not QBs, uh, but their select stuff. I like the select variants better than uh, the Prism. Yeah, and I was looking at some of the Jonathan Taylor cards, and they're like worth worth nothing. Some like numbered cards, and you're picking them up like you can get it for ten bucks. I'm thinking to myself. What the hell's happened here to select? But if I go to his prism, the cards were sixty bucks. Like people got them listed for, and it's like oh, I'm not paying that. I, I prefer select, like just the look of it. Personally, select's nice. I, it's over nice prism, there. there's a lot of variants. A lot of variants in prism as well. Oh, I, I, I feel sorry for people chasing rainbows at the moment with with the what was mosaic last year and. Um, it's insane. It, honestly, it is crazy. It is yeah. crazy. The amount of... Oh, I remember when we did the uh, product uh, preview for Select Basketball. Was it last year? Or was it Select Football? And we read out all the variants on the show. Yeah. And I tried to go as quickly as possible. And it's just... The, the tri-colors of every yeah. color in the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. tri-color and... Oh, there's blue waves and blue spots and blue stripes. It's, <laughs> it's not tangible to, to do a rainbow anymore, is it? No. Before it was just so like there was a number of colours, but it wasn't to what it is now. That, that Jordan Jordan Star quest, I think it was. I've got the blue blue one there. It comes in uh blue, red and green. So yeah. I'm I'm chasing the red and the green. So that's like that's like even PMGs and stuff as well. Like there was X amount of colors. Just imagine if they had to do PMGs now. Yeah, shimmer, fast break. Yeah, yeah. fast break. <laughs> yeah, choice. That's oh it. My God. It's just ridiculous. Uh, and lucky last question: your favorite card in your collection? Oh wow, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, it would have to be the the Cleary Auto Pristine Ten. You probably don't um, rate the grading very highly, but it's a nice uh, card, mate. It's it's still slabbed and protected in the end of the day, so. So yeah, that's that's probably up there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, been a Panthers supporter my whole life. I sort of. Yeah, a bit happy at the moment. We're, I haven't taken this jersey off since we won won the premiership, so. Love it. He's, he's been wearing a flat stick. I love it. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you attended the match, didn't you, didn't you uh, Adam? Yeah, yeah, forged some um, COVID documents and, and headed up to Brisbane for that, so, yeah. <laughs> you didn't I wish that I, w- yeah, I wish I went there. No, I wish I got up oh. Uh, no, I was stuck at home, stuck at home like everyone else. So, oh, but um, man. In, enjoyed it on the lounge with the family. So, it was good. that's all right. 
Yeah. Oh, that's, um, and, 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 it's and good the that missus, they won, though. Well done. The missus well done. and her, all her family go for the D's, so they're all oh. uh, Melbourne supporters. So happy they had a really yeah, good happy days. That's happy it. Happy just happy, happy days. Just premierships everywhere. Winning, oh, winning, man. winning. Raining premierships. And, <laughs> and I reckon I reckon they both got a couple more in them, I'm hoping. So the D's look good and, and Panthers look good. good so. so I don't see how um anyone's beaten Melbourne uh, when they breeze through the, the final series, when they blew out every single team that they played. Yeah. What was your call uh, at the start of the year? Richmond, was it? No, nah, no, I said Melbourne at the start of the year. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I said Petrarca to win the Norm Smith. There you I go. Said, uh, Ollie yeah, he called it all the did no. <laughs> Yeah, he's, now he's retracting his statements here. Yeah, friends. I did say Richard. I said Martin to win the Brownlow and him to win the Norm Smith as well. Uh, I struggle there. Just we won't bring that up. Anymore. I love your uh, takes, Dommer. I love them. Yeah, shit. Well, I, I tune in. <laughs> I, I tune in for Dommer's takes. Yeah, uh, I hit. I hit. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't want to sound arrogant, but I hit more than I. Than I miss, which is a positive. And and did I did I hear uh, United got up today or? Oh, yep, they did. This they man did. right here, mate. Algoto Magnifico, as I as I called him in the uh, in the Discord. Uh, yeah, they got up. He did. He did the job. Nice. Does what he's there to do: just win games and keep Ollie. In his uh, coaching position, that's. I've been trying to watch a little bit of it so I can keep up with you boys, but yeah, it's uh, a lot of wrap, wrap my head around a lot of a lot of names that I can't pronounce. So <laughs> that's 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 a fair point. That's a fair point. It is. It can be slow at times. It can sometimes be difficult to get into. Have you actually? Have you got into any soccer cards, uh, or are you just waiting? No, no. like no, that that scares me. I've. I wouldn't yeah, know where to start. It is um, a bit daunting. Well, I was a Chelsea Chelsea fan back in the day, like um, Didier Drogba and that sort of yeah, stuff. Nice. I used to watch a couple of games. Um, uh, Lampard, was it? Yeah, Lampard, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Drogba's one of his boys. He used to love Drogba. Drogba I love Drogba. I've got to get one of his rookie cards. So, I'm still I think it was around rookie it was sort, of, sort of early 2000s, I think. I was, I was watching a little bit of it, but um, not enough to have any clue about cards or what I'm doing, so I'll stay well away from that. That's it, mate. Just listen to Soccer Card Collective on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually, that'll, um, that'll it's actually interesting to, to tune into. And uh, more so the, um, the watch-alongs, I'll, I'll get get up the um, Optus Sports and, and I'll watch the game along with you with, with your commentary and your, your comments on it. And um, I've been enjoying that, uh, yeah, listening along. It's all been fun, and just while we do have you here, it's like one of those things from Saucy and I as well that we can thank you in person for literally your support. It's been awesome for you, the custom cards you've done for us as well, and um, we appreciate it. And it's like people like yourself and others, like we wouldn't be here doing like a series and getting all these people coming on and interviews with people over in the States and like not for anything – we. We're doing stuff with HGA now. We've got, we're getting Tyler on and we're interviewing him again. And that doesn't happen without people like yourself who have supported us. And not for anything, like you said, I got my takes. Most of them are shit. I was being an idiot before. Most of them are shit. But the fact. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. That's why I'm here. I'll keep you in line because I tell you. Keep me in line. But it's the, so it's so I'll, 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 give, the I'll give you guys, you guys a bit of praise because when you look around um, social media and stuff, it. It's sometimes hard to find the genuine people, and 
and you guys really are genuine. Like when you stuff up and have a bad call, you'll admit it, and and everyone laughs about it, and and the banter, and and like so when you find that that genuine content creator or whatever, someone who's honest and and not going to give you a bum steer or doesn't have um, any agenda in in the hobby, like people that will give you advice um, based on what they know and being honest about it, then you sort of hang around and and that's a testament to you guys. So you keep you. keep me keep me engaged and entertained and and that and that's why I gave you those cards because sometimes it's a it's a thankless job you guys do because a lot of hard work goes into it and I know I appreciate it and um Thank you. I'm sure, well, mate, sure when everyone you come else down to Melbourne well. or I get up there, we can, I can buy you a beer, mate. So Yeah, definitely. 100%. Well, thank you so much for jumping on, being our uh, first guest on episode one of the Magnificent Seven. Um, we'll say it to you once again, mate, don't sell yourself short. You're doing great stuff. If you want to find Adam, it is at beats.n.breaks on Instagram. Hit him up. Check out his stuff. Stay tuned, as he said. There is a website coming out and all the info will be in the links in the description. So it's all he does. He's all over it. Well, thank you once thank again. You guys. No worries. Appreciate it. On behalf of myself, Saw, the great man Source, and Adam, beats.n.breaks. Yeah, I almost missed the uh, great Come man. Come on, mate. Don't forget no. the great. All right. Mate, just, mate, this is airing two, probably a week after I've, I've woken up to watch United and I'm absolutely ruined. I use too much energy. Keep living, loving, and breathing sport. It's double coverage. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.